KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Oklahoma City loses once again. Once again, once again, once again, once again, once again, once again, times, you know. Say it like five more times. Well, I mean, what is this, 21 of their last 22 or 22 of their last 23? Stupid Boston. I know. Why does Boston have to suck at everything? Ruin the Thunder's fun of being quite possibly the the greatest losers in a particular period of time, a short period of time in NBA history. But yes, the Thunder lose tonight, one twenty two to one oh six to the Sacramento Kings. Brady Trantham here alongside Christine Butterfield in a Jurassic Park T-shirt and Matt Burden wearing his Duke colors. Very lovely, you know it. Very lovely, Matt. Christine, even more lovely. Oh, thank you. It's a great film. It is a fantastic film. Yes. It, but you've seen it. Yes, of course. Yeah, because uh, uh, we, we've learned some unfortunate things about you in our times watching the th- Thunder games and the movies that you've not seen yet. But This one I have. I wouldn't like wear a shirt for a show that I haven't seen. That's I feel like, like that's all crossing of, all the of the, All of the movies that you like or maybe that you find funny, Christine hasn't seen them. Yeah, well, She's not seen. Them. Okay, well that's that's an overstatement. She, I think that's a little. I think that's a little much. Christine's a genuine person, so yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't color her as a hipster and that. Like, yeah, I don't know what dress bark is, but t-shirt's cool. You know? I yeah. hate like people that will wear a band t-shirt and you'll ask them like, oh yeah, like I love that band. Like, what's your favorite song? They they don't know. Hey, Kendall Jenner, yet. what what's your favorite <laughs> Anthrax song? <laughs> Oh, you don't listen to Slayer. Oh, okay. And if you're out there wondering, like, well, why aren't you getting into the finer details of the Thunder's 122-106 loss to the Sacramento Kings? Well, it's because we already talked about them losing to the Kings a few we've days talked ago. About, we've talked about, speaking of movies that we've seen a million times, uh, yeah, the Thunder. Yeah, this year. But yeah, unlike, no, we've, we've uh, said every problem that has ha- that has already happened during these, whatever, 21 of the last 22 games. Yeah, rinse and repeat. Let's copy and paste that. Yeah, and unlike Jurassic Park, which I love to watch all the time, no matter when it's on, I'll put it on. Uh, yeah, watching the Thunder lose by 30 uh, to the Sacramento Kings multiple times in a short period of time, is uh, it's not optimal viewing. It's not the reruns you look forward to. Yeah, every great TV show has like an episode or two or a season that you're like, this is very forgettable. The writing really fell off. They tried to replace a character and it just didn't work. Or, or you know, like there's a storyline they follow too too long and you're like, you could have cut that off yeah, a while th- ago. This could have been an email. Like this game, this season, the second half of the NBA season for the Thunder could have been an email. Absolutely. Doing us all a disservice. But, you know, we're going to do our best to entertain and inter- and in and inform entertain and inform whatever that means sure all it, the things it's almost midnight so we're going to make words up shakespeare made up half the english language and guess what we speak it isn't that interesting i, I mean it, it's it, it is really interesting we i can, wish we could get into that but that's Dad, not relevant i can't see you real good is that bill shakespeare <laughs> over there no let, let's get let's get our npr voices on get them all waxed up and ready to go and talk about the english language yeah. no no, like the big story, Christine, for this game is the first half was going the absolute uh, opposite of according to plan. If you are a Thunder fan looking forward to maybe getting the number one overall pick, maybe getting a, a few top four, top five, top maybe top three picks. Hell, why don't you get number one and number two the way the Thunder are going, even though that's, I think, impossible. But we will see. 
But Oklahoma City shot damn near 70% in the uh, first half, and Matt Burton was correct. Oh, you mean that's not sustainable? Uh, because they had a, what, a 19-point a lead in the first half, I believe. It was a double-digit lead, and it looked fairly dicey in terms of the Thunder ultimately losing this game because the Kings, they weren't playing awful, but they're the Kings, and you thought, well, if, if Oklahoma City just cools down, but they're shooting 50% from cooling down, well, they're going to be fine and win this game. And then they get outscored 41-18 in the third, Christine. Yeah, I think th- I think their largest lead was a 14-point lead. 14. But, um, yeah, it was just one of those things where I'm <laughs> I'm sitting down and I'm expecting to see a team in a game that we've, like we said before, rinse and repeat. They're down early. They stay down early. And it just keeps getting worse, worse, and worse. But... In the first two quarters, they were really coming out strong. They were shooting well from behind the arc, shooting well on the floor. They were getting back to their basics of scoring well in the paint, too, which it, it was something that's kind of dropped off a little bit in the past few games, but they came back with it, especially with their kind of bigger lineup that they were rocking with tonight as they didn't have a, leg- you know, like a traditional a point guard, guard yeah. whatever. Um, so they are working with a larger lineup, which is why I think you saw an increase in points in the paint than what we've seen in the past few games. But they were shooting well, and I thought, oh, oh. And we talked about this last post game when they lost to the Sacramento Kings. We thought that, you know, one of these two, that they're going to come out and they're going to win just because either Sacramento Kings is going to come out too cold or, you know, like they're going to have a night like this where they actually shoot well in the beginning. And then Matt Burton and I thought, oh, this is probably going to be that night. They're shooting 75% right now. Like that is so, so high. And then the Thunder kind of reminded themselves what they needed to be doing and what they really needed to take care of big picture instead of just looking at tonight. And like you said, Brady ended up, down and uh they were 41 what sacramento had scored the 41 18 in the third quarter like that's just true tanking fashion for the thunder so even though they looked strong in the first half they couldn't get it done in the second and the score ended up being that they lost by 18 or no 16 so it is what it is that's all i what i can say and us us like me specifically i i I said this I don't know, probably a couple weeks ago at least, when we were going through the remaining schedule, I was like, okay, I think that they will win at least... I think that they will win one. No more than one of those games against the Kings. Because the Kings Kings also don't have De'Aaron Fox. They don't have Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, well, they suck and tonight, too. You know, and tonight, yeah, they, right. <laughs> and they're just not a, they're not a really good team. And tonight, they, they sat Marvin Bagley, too. Um, so I was like, okay, I think that they'll win. But, you know... For whatever reason, maybe because I'm losing my mind, uh, I forgot. I forgot that it's it's the thunder that we're talking about. I forgot that you know, and that graphic that we we talked we talked about. Yeah, the graphic that we talked about that we saw about teams since the All Star break. Yeah, don't trust. That is the funniest graphic I might have ever seen. I audibly laughed out loud. It's like people they're they're sort of close to the line, and then you have like. You know, so, teams after the All Star break that have played well, like the Timberwolves, have played well since the All Star break, and then right. so you guys know. So in case you haven't seen this graphic, you know those like positive trend lines where there's obviously like an X axis, and you want to be at the top of the Y and the X all the way up into there, and then it's just like this casual line, and most teams are along just like the oh they've been average, they've been fine, and then it kind of goes up a little bit, and the Mavericks, like Matt Burton said. All the way at the top, 
by a drastic drop, the Thunder are in the bottom corner, the worst team since the All-Star break. They honestly should have, they could have made it even funnier and just put like half of Oklahoma City's graphic. Like they, they're they further down. Than <laughs> yeah, they should have just done it. Yeah, that would have been so funny to me. Only the C made it. Right. Uh, unfortunately, that's how bad they. Well, been. like the other funny thing about that graphic is Minnesota is right below Dallas, and Minnesota fans are probably going, "Stop! Uh, no! no, what are you doing? No, if Don't we just kept losing, know. if we just kept losing, we might have been able to keep our pick. But instead, it's going to the Warriors. Thanks again, D'Angelo Russell. No one likes you. And Anthony Edwards is going to end up winning Rookie of the Year by default. By default, yes. I mean, Michael Kidd. Gilchrist at least looked promising as a rookie, <laughs> even though we know His how jump that shot did not. Yeah, I, yeah, that was still in that little sweet spot of time before like the NBA became what the NBA is now. <laughs> right. So, yeah. a guy like Michael Kidd Gilchrist, you could say like, hey, he could become a, a fairly good player. He could become even though he can't Tabo shoot. Cephalosha or yeah, hmm. and he could be useful. And then oh, never mind. Kenner Trilliams finished with twenty points. Darius Baisley eighteen five and five. Pogoshevsky with ten and. Two and three, Moses Brown ten and thirteen, another double double for him, and then Isaiah Roby rounding out the starting five with nine points and seven rebounds. Christine's guy, Speed McKayluke, fourteen points, leading the Thunder charge off the bench. Tony Bradley, ten and six, and yeah, guys, it's just this is just an absolute impressive display of insanity what the Thunder put out onto the table because it wasn't. It feels like. Maybe just over a month ago, we would sit here on these post-game shows and say, like, yeah, they're losing, but you know what? They're they're entertaining and that they're the hustle and the effort are there, but they're losing, you know, fairly manageable games, like games that they have an on-paper chance in the fourth quarter to win. And that has just gone completely out the window the last few weeks where they are just losing in biblical proportion in ways that I would probably assume someday will be written about and made a movie about. Um, it's well. I, it's I mean, truly, they all have their they all have their you know Cancun trips booked. They're like, all right. Well, I mean, Al Horford's already down. there. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Al Horford's all been there for down. weeks. Yeah. They're all counting down to their trips to wherever they want to go in the off season. They're like, all right, only, only three games left or two games left now or however many they're they're uh, left. I don't know. Well, Gary will Dexon have to stay here. <laughs> poor, poor. He had to go through all that trouble to get to Oklahoma City just to play for like. You know, eleven games of this. Of He's this coming crap. in here like this. This is what I left Argentina for in the middle of the season. No, yikes! I feel bad for. I feel bad for him. I thought it was supposed to be. Wa- I thought it was supposed to be warm. He's like, wow. I really will just be focusing on basketball right now. Sheesh. Well, let's do the hard part. Round out the first segment and try. And I mean, absolutely dig down deep and try and pick a Thunder player of the game. Now. The Franchise Thunder Player of the Game. Brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. I'm at a, I'm at a complete who, loss. Who wants to go first? I'll go, I'll go ahead. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> I think Kenrich Williams is the one that really showed up for the Thunder tonight. I think he was doing a little bit of everything. Frankly, though, as the leading scorer for the Thunder, for him to for it to be him. Ugh, that's when you know this team is truly about that tank. He finished with 20 points tonight. He had four, nope, two rebounds, four assists, and he got four steals. So he was also being very active on the defensive end. Two blocks and just one turnover. And not only that, 
but he shot 80% from behind the arc. He was just doing everything tonight. And uh, Kenny Hustle, obviously, is his nickname. He was hustling all over the floor, but he was also shooting well and kind of being their key contributor tonight. So... Despite the loss, so he yeah, had a good game. I, I think I think it has to be Kenner Williams. I don't think, I think anybody else. I think it has to be Kenner Williams. Shout out to Darius Baisley for making 10 of 12 free throws. I mean, I'd, I'd shout out shout Gabriel Deck because he's got a little Carl Anthony Towns in him. <laughs> That's Matt Burton. <laughs> That's Christine Butterfield. Brady Trantham here. Thunder first take post game show. 107.7 the franchise. Oklahoma City loses... To the Sacramento Kings, one twenty-two to one hundred six. Was it one twenty-two to one hundred six or one hundred three? Yes, yeah. one twenty-two. One twenty-two. You right. You right. To one hundred six. My goodness, we've got more coming. Of course, we've got around the association. We have got tank commander of the game, which will be much easier than this uh, player of the game thing. But back to the Oklahoma City Thunder first take Thunder post game show presented by TotallyTickets.com on one hundred seven seven the franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. And we're back. Oklahoma City, you know. I don't need to tell you. But you probably don't know the score, so I'll repeat that. 122-106 Sacramento. Thunder did what they had to do. We'll get to the whole tankathon, where they lie on the in the lottery. Uh all signs are pointing in a very, very positive direction. Uh, the, the Thunder are testing very positively, you know, one might say. I think someone uh, rather important said that and was probably made fun of for the verbiage, but that's neither here nor there. Brady Trantham here, Christine Butterfield, Matt Burton. So around, around, around the bin once more, but the Twitter version, that's I am Matt Burton on Twitter, that's CB on sports on Twitter. And then I'm Brady Does Sports on Twitter. Just remove the on Twitter face because that's I think that handles too long. I don't know the uh, might be a little too much. Might be a little too much. Might be a little too much. Now the Thunder shooting in the first half, Matt, that was too much because that was way too much. it was too good. And then Sam Presti sent out a memo, and that, that I think that that's why Darius Baisley decided. Okay, I've got four seconds. I'm going to dribble up the floor to round out the first half. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Oh, no, I didn't get a shot off, even though I clearly could have. Because we've scored far too much. I think Sam Presti went in there like David Hasselhoff in dodgeball. and talked to like He was talking to the German team after they lost to Average Joe's. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Me and you both looked at each other whenever that graphic flashed up. And it was like Thunder shooting 68%. And we were like... Yeah, that's not going to continue for much longer. No, there's no way. And uh, what do you know? They come out in the third quarter and uh, get outscored 41-18. to 18. That is just a master class right there, folks. I mean, it's fairly impressive to basically the for an entire half to sh- shoot nearly 70% and then you end the game shooting 46%. Like, <laughs> like the drop-off. The drop-off to... Like to for an average percentage number to drop down that much is uh, that that's the impressive feat here. What's colder than ice cold? There's, uh, isn't there a song? What's cooler than being cool? Ice oh, cold. yes, okay. Hey Ya, uh, Outcast, which is actually a very sad song if you look at the lyrics. But we're just getting deep into the English language tonight. Is yeah. it really? Yes. Go look at the lyrics. Uh, <laughs> I believe it's about divorce. Yes. Um, 
But anyway, sorry, not to get... Wow, not to take a really depressing I, turn I want to divorce myself this. from yeah. this, this team. Let's get to the draft what? odds. 21-49 team. Not to get all depressed here, but... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you want the draft odds, huh? Well... If that's mean, why the people... Well, if anyone's save, still listening, that's why that, they're listening. Let's save that for the end. Yes, now, yes, okay. A question that has been asked for the last few days, I mean, by... Anybody that follows this team, covers this team, what have you. I mean, Christine, I'll start with you. It's just, what exactly can you take from this part of the season? Where, I mean, not even Lou Dort's playing. I mean, right. Not, not even, I mean, Darius Baisley is playing, but he's not playing with Lou Dort and obviously not playing with SGA. So it, it's hard to really, that type of player on this roster, it's really hard to kind of see what they're doing on the floor and really try to project out next season okay like he ended the season off like this so we could probably expect something like that to start off the year right Mm -hmm. but the middle of this roster and especially the bottom of this roster players getting like 30 minutes a night that have no business getting four minutes a night you know on a playoff team are playing on this roster so to me it just makes it that much harder to project anything other than players like Lou Dort or SGA or Pokashevsky, just because he's raw and he's a rookie. Taylor Maldon's shown us a lot already as a rookie. Uh, Darius Baisley still has about another year before we start making harsh judgments, good or bad, about his career. Everybody else on this roster, I think, is fair game. But once we get to this point in the season, I'm just like, I, I don't know what to really believe, even when I see it. Well, it's interesting when you think about it game to game and when you think about once you know who will be here next year, then you can kind of look and see, okay, this is what they did when they were given time. And what I think will be special at this point to really look into once you know who will be on the team next season is how they were able to play when they started. Because most of these players, like you said, aren't going to be obviously having a starting position with the Thunder after this season. They'll be coming off the bench, not playing as much, But I'm going to be really intrigued to see what this season does for their growth and their development heading into next season when they spent so much time playing against top players in the NBA, having to play 30-plus minutes, and having to really take on that pressure of trying to win these games, even though in any other scenario on any other team, there's no way they would be here. So seeing what they were able to learn from this season and take into the next season when they don't play as much, you're probably going to see their efficiency improve. You're probably going to see their decision-making be a little bit quicker, and you're probably going to see them be a better contributor coming off the bench because they're more used to that kind of situation. So even though it's kind of tough whenever you're not seeing players like SGA, Lou Dort, the cornerstone players for uh, the Thunder's next season play. It's more exciting basketball. We all know that. But as far as I'm concerned, I kind of know what we're going to see out of Darius Baisley at this point. You kind of know what you're going to see out of Lou Dort. Obviously, we know what we're going to see about S- um, out of SGA. And a little bit about Poku, too. He's really improved throughout this season. So he's kind of earned that spot for himself as well next season. And Teo Maladon, we kind of know that he'll be coming off the bench as their uh, backup point guard. But everybody else, once we know who stays and who leaves, that's when I'm going to kind of start taking into account game to game what they were able to have their output be and see how that's going to transition into the next season. Yeah, and uh, I mean, 
Really, it just comes down to you, like you as the individual, like fan or media member. Like you already have a preconceived notion about Darius Baisley. You already have a preconceived notion about uh, Ty Jerome or even a Gabriel Deck, despite the fact that we have not seen near enough. Like the sample size to say that it's small is that's putting it lightly. But um, I will say, in a weird way, Gabriel Deck is kind of the only player with a small sample size that I'm like. I really want to see where this goes. And I think positive things when I think about that. When I think about Isaiah Roby, Kenrich Williams, uh, I mean, you name it on this roster, Moses Brown, I'm like, oh, sure, they might very well be a part of the roster next year, but I'm not expecting anything good, fun, entertaining, you know, whatever your standard is. Gabriel Deck just, I don't know, like he just, he plays very intelligently. And we haven't seen him in a situation where, he's had to make a smart, crucial play at a crucial time. And maybe he does make it, maybe he doesn't, and therefore, okay, he doesn't actually have that much of a high basketball IQ, but just the instinctive plays that he makes, and I mean, guys, we've talked about about this before with Gabriel Deck, the instinctive plays that he makes just gives me this thought that, okay, the Thunder really have more than something in him moving forward. Yeah, they do, and you can tell, like, we've talked about this kind of ad nauseum and so as Mark Dagnall about how like you can tell that he's played at a high level for a while now and I kind of half jokingly said during the broadcast or during the game that hey if if Gabriel Deck gets some gets someone in the post like gets a guard on him in the post and he gets down there it's it's almost a wrap like he can he could he works well out of the post whether it be passing out of it or just kind of you know botting a, a smaller defender and getting in there. Um, but, yeah, I, I, as far as who's going to be on the – like, like we loved Kendrick Williams in the in the beginning of the year because, like, he was coming off the bench and, like, providing some really good bench, like, minutes. Like, he was out there hustling, like, do, doing good stuff for the bench. But then, you know, we get to the second half of the year. It's like he's got to start, and it's just – you know, it's it's getting a little little too much, a little too much. But speed, Mikhail, Gabriel Deck, who you got and why, Christine? Gabriel Deck. So, uh, I'm gonna say Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabriel, because I want to roll do that damn me. R. Uh, I don't do this to me. I mean, I at this point don't, don't make this emotional. <laughs> don't make don't make me say these things. I mean, what if Gabriel Deck also went to Kansas? Yeah, just imagine that. Good. I mean, honestly, Gabriel Deck is the right answer. And even though it's a smaller sample size. It, he just is a better fit for the Thunder where they're at right now. Plus, Svee Mikhailuk's contract is expiring, so yeah. I don't know if I necessarily see them renewing that or, you know, like you're not trying to get too attached. You know, you're you're just you're. You asked having, me one or the other. Really? I obviously would love for him to stay. He's one of my favorite players coming off the bench for the Thunder, but yeah. I, it doesn't make a lot of logical sense. You, you love Svee, but you're you're being you're trying to protect yourself. You, you're you're enjoying the time. For what it is right now, you're having mm-hmm. a good time, having fun, but you're like you're not going to get too. Don't cry in because it. it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah, right. exactly. There you go, guys. Live, laugh, love. I can't wait for that C. Luke. We don't need tattoo. a tattoo. <laughs> need a C. Mikhailuk uh, tattoo. People and, will be like, what? yeah, just you don't need to put like his face on you anywhere. Just write his name. Yeah, just Luke. right on my collarbone. Oh, also Tony Bradley's expiring, right? As well. I think he's an expiring I mean, his his NBA potential career or his <laughs> no contract. his actual NBA contract. Uh, that is also expiring. <laughs> That's my bad. Uh, Tony Bradley. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Tony Bradley will be gone. Speed McKay Luke will be gone. Uh, 
Charlie Brown, Jalen Horde might be on the OKC Blue or some other G League team. Yeah, it's just Mike Muscala. You're, you, you know all those conversations during. Sorry, man. Mike Muscala, we'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> no one will be more sad than Madison Morris. Oh. Okay, question though. Oh, Josh Hall, I forgot another guy. OKC Blue. Isaiah Roby or Steve McIluke? Well, you just said his his contract's over. I'm going. I mean, I say Roby. Okay, let's let's say the. Con- I'm just saying for argument's sake. I think Svi is a better player now, but I think his ceiling is much more fully realized. Whereas Isaiah Roby, at the very least, we don't know how potentially good he can be on a fringe playoff team, and so therefore, I'm inclined to say Isaiah Roby, even oh, though Svi could like beat him one on one if that makes sense. Right? Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. So he's a better player now, but. There's more to look forward to, I guess, with, with Isaiah. Now, Svee on a playoff team where you just insert him into a roll off the bench, he can be a nice player. Help a playoff team win a game, maybe. Yeah, I get that. Oh, but you know, remember those conversations during football season where it's like, could Alabama beat somebody in the NFL? Could they beat the Houston Texans? Could the Thunder lose to a G League team? The Thunder are a G League team, basically. Well, no, like let's just say they roll out this the same starting five of like some G League players, some fringe G League players. Uh, no, I, I I still think they win. I mean, Darius would feast. Yes, I still think they win. Moses Brown would um, feast. Dude, Poku and Moses Brown tore up the G League. What are we talking exactly. about? Exactly. Yeah, no, I, they. Yes, no, they so, definitely win. So before you race to your phone to tweet, ah, Thunder couldn't even beat a G League <laughs> team. By God, just remember that. <laughs> Don't be losing. I mean, they'll be happy when Kate Cunningham's wearing a Thunder jersey, right? Right. Yeah, we'll get to the tank odds in the next segment. But, hey, Thunder fans, things are looking up. Maybe. I, I, I've been wrong before. I'm an, I'm an OU football fan, <laughs> to say the least. I've been wrong before. But something tells me that uh, the draft could be very kind to Oklahoma City. And, hey, they don't even have to get the number one overall pick or one of those top five picks through a pick swap or through their own volition. Uh, the Thunder have so many trade assets that they could potentially yeah. move up on draft night with Sam Presti as their GM, one of the more aggressive GMs in the league, especially on draft night. That is not a hyperbolic thought to have, even for the most fanboyest of Thunder fans. So a lot to be excited for, despite, let's see, they have what, Utah? Maybe curb your enthusiasm, though, until June 22nd. Bom, the drop. Bom, bom. <laughs> 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 the Thunder get picked number seven. <laughs> number seven and 19. Great. Awesome. Just what cool. we wanted. Very... We wanted Scotty Barnes anyways. It's okay. <laughs> he's got a little Giannis and Tennessee. We don't even in him. care. Yeah. He's basically a right handed Darius Basley. It is incredible. The Thunder broadcast team. The, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, like, the Bally Sports. Oh, man. Especially out. with the Kings, man. They are on fire whenever we play the Kings. The, the, like a couple, the first game against the Kings of this three game uh, stretch that they've played the Kings. I don't know if any we have obviously talked about this, but Michael Cage and Chris Fisher talked for a minute and a half about Terrence Davis's arms, and it was and he referred to them as guns, and then he said he not felt the need about weapons to clarify clarify that he wasn't talking about yeah like actual weapons assault rifles handguns he's talking about Terrence Davis's arms, and like, I was just like this is gold yeah this is why they, musket this is why they win the awards folks no. It was just crazy. Yeah, and Folks. then, yeah, tonight, Michael Cage saying that Gabriel Deck 
has some Carl Anthony Towns in him. Sheesh. Carl Anthony Towns. Now, to to be fair, I don't, to be fair, now we laughed about this during the game for about a good 30 minutes. But to be fair, when Gabriel Deck does have a guard on him, no, he does. I mean, he, he does. Will, he will back post. you the, the heck down to the low post and score on you. He does, but no, no. We are talking about uh, the Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns. It's yeah. that. It's yes, that Carl Anthony Towns that you're thinking of. That's who he compared him to. Yeah, yeah like I played pickup basketball against Christine this morning <laughs> at the gym, and she she backed me down to the low post and scored on me, and I was oh oh my, oh my gosh, is this Carl Anthony Towns? I, that was my first Gabriel thought. I was like Deck? Christine Literally. Anthony yeah. Towns. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's literally C and C, like <laughs> oh, same no. thing. Okay, here we go. Let's have some fun. Everybody, smile. Hold your breath. Have a drink of some water because it's time to pick the tank commander of the game. We're good. Tanking. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. We're good. We're good. Tanking. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Finally. Come on, everybody! I feel something so right. I don't belong to I thought that was the demo. We did, yeah. That was take one. I, I seriously thought one, it came yes. out for a second. <laughs> I'm so proud that this finally happened live. It wasn't as enthusiastic as I was whenever I made this day one. What cracks me up is that I think people might think that that's you just just being like tanking but like that's you trying to be enthusiastic no yeah i was trying to be enthusiastic you just well, again like that's best. The, you the, just can't tell the way. tank thing is a lot of fun in the off season when you're going into it it's like yeah like right. it's gonna, gonna be, be great it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so easy to talk about what are we t- and then uh, uh, and then it's like yeah how how fast can they speed up this rebuilding <laughs> yeah. process okay get k cunningham one of them g league guys and it's called good and why doesn't the nba have a running clock what is this yeah, I mean, we don't want players getting hurt. Mercy rule. We want a uh, run rule no. in the NBA. Like, the Thunder are getting Patty Gassoed on a night-in, night night-out basis. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. She's the queen. And good for her getting thrown out of Bedlam. Good for her. She deserved to Honestly, get. good she, for her. She should have gotten thrown out. Like, if I was the coach, I would have gotten myself thrown out for that missed call as well. But that's neither here nor there. Big 12 champs nine times in a row. <laughs> you know, get with it. To be fair, I wish we were all, the three of us were all thrown out of this Thunder Kings watch party. <laughs> oh. This party sucks. We How should do we have get a thrown ref out? Here. We should have a ref here. I know. I, I would just. I'd pull up. Question: never, If Matt Burton gets thrown out, and we no longer have a producer, then does the show just end? Well, Matt Burton's dad would be very happy. Like that's that's you know he's he's letting the refs. That's my boy. That's he's letting the refs know. <laughs> Remember the year Russell won the MVP? Uh, the Thunder had like a late games or late season game on the road against Memphis, and it was like Russell just knew he didn't have it that night, or he just did not feel like playing. And he got two quick technical fouls and got thrown out of the game in the first four minutes. <laughs> I love it. We should have we should have done that tonight. Not maybe not tonight because the Thunder shot seventy percent in the first half, and it was like, well, this is different. But I think we all knew how it was going to go. But yeah. take commander of the game. Um, <laughs> I, don't even I mean, that this is actually kind of hard for this <laughs> game. Like, there's a lot of nice things to look at on the surface. But they lost by 16 after having a uh, double-digit lead and shooting 70% nearly in the first half. So, uh, 
Um, give me Pokashevsky. Uh, he, he did. He did nothing. I remember. Right. Give me Tony uh, he Bradley, did, especially in the second half. Poku didn't. Yeah. I don't think Tony Bradley did anything. I was also going to say Tony Bradley. Or Buddy Healed. <laughs> Honestly. Good job, buddy. Buddy Buckets coming back in full force, helping the Thunder out in the best way. Or Terrence Davis in those arms. Yeah, honestly. Anyone with good arms. Yeah, he led all scorers of, the game of 27. Anyone with good arms should be tank commander of the game automatically because they will just distract the broadcasting crew. Yeah, exactly. So they won't remember. Good job, Terrence Davis. He had 27. The bad from the scorer. Thunder. They'll just remember the good of the arms. Yeah, uh, they were just all bad. Oh, it was all bad tonight. It was all bad. But, I mean, Matt, Christine, you guys are good. Oh, you were Thank too. You so Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This is good for you guys. <laughs> it was good for me. Let's have a smoke. <laughs> Matt Burton, Christine Butterfield, Brady Trantham, Thunder Lose 122 to 106, the Sacramento Kings. Big deck energy here tonight on 107.7, the franchise. Stay tuned. We've got Tankathon coming up. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. All I asked for was a freaking rotating chair, okay? Okay, 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 okay. Getting a little afraid. I need an old priest and a young priest. The power of Christ compels you. How are y'all doing this lovely morning? Yeah, as it is the morning. So you know what that means? We uh, can say whatever we want. Are we now the morning show? Yes. Move over, <laughs> Todd and Eddie. We I think were, that's how that works. Yeah, I'm sorry. Heard it here first. Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll have someone here waiting uh, for Eddie and Todd. Eddie Rosvich, Todd Lizzie, I should say. Uh, for them waiting to walk in. And it's like, no, show's already been done. Go home. Yeah. yeah, you guys can do that. I'm going to go home and go to sleep. Yeah. All right. I'm down. We can nap in this studio somewhere. Yeah, th- there's uh, there's so much stuff here. There's so much fun stuff. That's Christine Butterfield, Matt Burton, Brady Trantham, Thunder First Take Post Game Show, but you knew that already. You also knew that the Thunder lost 122 to 106. That is, of course, unless you have not watched the game, listen to it anywhere, and you just missed our first two segments. But that's okay because we like to save the best for last. Uh, we already talked at nauseum as much as you can about a game where the Thunder lose to the Sacramento Kings. Once again. So, we're going to have Matt Burton's lovely pipes take us around the association. All right. There's actually a lot of games tonight. But we'll start yeah, off... Like we're going to put you on 1.5 speed. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll start off in Charlotte where the Denver Nuggets get a win against the Hornets, 117-112. to Nikola Jokic has 30 points, 11 rebounds. Michael Porter Jr. also has 30. And Devontae Graham. Christine, there Wait, you the love of my life? Yep, had 31 points. Oh. Look at him. To lead the way in Doing the good things. Effort. Uh, important game for some around here. <laughs> Slow clap from Matt Burton. The Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Detroit Pistons tonight in what Detroit. 119. No! 100. 
Carl Anthony Towns. Timberwolves, you're supposed to lose well, this one. No, what? they were all in. We were. They were all. It's okay if the Timberwolves win. They were. They were all well against kind of the. But against here. the Pistons, Pistons yes. You, okay. That's we, what I'm saying. Against the Pistons, they need to. OKC fans would have preferred Detroit win, but the Timberwolves also like. It's okay. It's okay. The Timberwolves are also very close. Timberwolves woke up one day a few weeks ago and thought it's opposite day, and they've not been able to turn that off. Yeah, they, it's just stupid. I don't know what I don't know what they're doing, but hey. More power to them. Uh, they want to get some wins here at the end of the year to end up with like 25 wins. So good for them. Good for them. Makes a lot of sense, especially when you have a top three protected pick. Uh-oh. That's now going to go to the Warriors, more yeah. than likely. Who will Yuck. beat LeBron and the Lakers in the play-in <laughs> game. It's, exactly. What is going what on? What is happening? Oh, this season's so weird. The uh, Los Angeles Clippers get a win. In Toronto Bay tonight against the Raptors, 115 to 96. Kawhi Leonard and Terrence Mann led the way with 20 points apiece for the Clippers. Yay! Uh, Brady, your Heat beat the Celtics. There you go, 129, 121, do. and just and I believe assured that the Celtics are in the play-in tournament here. The Celtics are definitely going to be in the play-in tournament. Uh, the Celtics were already kind of free-falling a little bit before the Jalen Brown news. And uh, now Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge and whoever else wants to use that excuse for the Celtics can be like, see, we didn't have Jalen Brown. Well, you were already kind of terrible before that. Yeah, they lost their best player. No hope. No, no hope. Jason Tatum's still playing. Okay, remove the Duke. Nope. Remove it. Nope, he had 33 tonight. Cool. But Kimba had 36. Kimba led the way with 36. <laughs> SMH. Undersized point guards have never flamed Anyways. out in the postseason. Yes, no. No, no, no. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies get a win tonight at home against the Dallas Mavericks, 133-104. to 104. And my music cut out on me. Okay. Um, <laughs> John Morant led all scorers with 24 points tonight. Um, let's see here. The 76ers lose in Indiana tonight to the Pacers. Pacers win 103-94. to Tobias Harris had 27 points. Uh, Joel Embiid did not play tonight. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis paying a little homage to his, uh, to his great Thunder teammate, Russell Westbrook, with the triple-double tonight. 16 points, 15 assists, 13 rebounds. He learned something. He learned something when he was in Oklahoma City. Good. He learned how to get those triple doubles. The Brooklyn Nets get a win tonight in Chicago against doubles. One fifteen to one oh seven. Kevin Durant played tonight, had twenty one points, eight assists, and uh, Zach Levine forty one points to lead all scores, but came up short. The Orlando Magic lost. Boo, boo, boo want the Magic to win, but they're not going to because they're also terrible. Um, yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Magic 114-102. Mo Wagner had a double-double with 17 points and 13 boards. What is going on? Giannis Antetokounmpo, 27 points, 12 boards to lead the way for the Bucks. 
Uh, let's see. I'm almost done here. Uh, the <laughs> Golden State Warriors get a win. Oh, no. The page just refreshed. There's 20 of more than yeah, There's games. actually 20 more games. Every single NBA team played tonight. Um, no, I'm just kidding, but it feels like that. The Golden State Warriors get a win over the Phoenix Suns, 122 to 116. Devin Booker had 34 points to lead the way for the Suns. Draymond Green had a triple-double. 11 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds. Just barely getting that triple-double. Uh... Andrew Wiggins was not playing in the peak tonight, but he had 38 points. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, yes, you heard that right, 38 points uh, in the win against the Suns. The Lakers get a win in overtime against the New York Knicks, 101-99. to I did not see the end of that, so I don't know if it was a last-second shot or what have you. But, yeah, Lakers win. Still no LeBron James. No Dennis Schroeder. It's the worst ankle injury in the history of ankle injuries. It is. The longest break he's taken in his NBA career. I mean, his first Lakers year, I know the season ended, but that was the longest break he's... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But they don't count that. You don't count that year. He's GOAT. As a LeBron fan? Yeah. As a LeBron fan, you don't count that. Or or you can get ratioed right here, no, right now. You no, know, you mean a LeBron. I will ratio you right here, right now. You know, a LeBron stan. Dude, d- rare L, dude. <laughs> rare L, man. Rare L. Common L. Common L, dude. Don't make me... I, ooh, you're getting so close to getting ratioed by me, dude. It's not even funny. Ratio. <laughs> Ratio. Um, the, let's take a look at Tankathon. See where, see where everyone falls. As right as of right now, the Thunder are in sole possession of the third best odds. They're in sole possession of the reverse three seed, but Orlando and Cleveland. Man, Cleveland has lost eleven in a row. I don't think that they can get a win here at all. I don't knew I don't know their remaining schedule. Let's check. Let's just check and see. Cleveland Cavs scheduled. They play the Celtics. Ooh, that could be winnable because the Celtics are in freefall mode. They play the Wizards and the Nets. So I would not count on the Cavs uh, winning one of their remaining games, uh, as well as Orlando, just because Orlando's that bad. So I think OKC, the Cavs, and the Magic will share the third best odds. But yeah, I I think that's, that's where everything's going to end. Uh, let's do a sim real quick. Sim the lottery. Here we go. <laughs> oh. Six and 19. Oh, come oh, on. Six and 20, actually, because Miami. Oh, man. Do it again. Do it again. 20. Do it again. We got to do it again. Wait, wait. Okay. Three and five. Yeah. Three and five. Yes. Three and five. Good. Toronto pick. Yeah. Oh, no. Minnesota wouldn't pick Evan Mobley. We would mess up and take Evan Mobley. No. <laughs> but at five, we could take Kaminga or Jalen Green. That's fine. Cool. It's okay. Cool, cool, cool. Or Jalen Suggs, whoever is there. I want Jalen Green so bad, and I want that. That's been on the record for a while now. But, Very anyways, true. that was our tankathon, and you know, around the association, whatever. Who cares about the rest of the of the uh, scores? It's late. I don't care. You know, if Jalen Suggs had a Kentucky jersey on, would I be more excited for his NBA prospects? Probably. I think you should be excited for him. I, I liked I liked I like what Jaylen I saw Suggs. all I, season. I liked what I saw in the tournament, especially. I like Jalen Suggs. I think he's firmly behind Cade and Jalen Green. I think Cade and Jalen Green are like the top two. Like, and I don't think it's close. Yes. 
I don't think it's particularly close. But Jalen Suggs, you should be excited about Jalen Suggs. Well, everybody, that was the Thunder's last road game of the 2020-21 NBA season. Oh, my whenever gosh! We remove, whenever we, we remove road from that sentence... <sighs> Well, now we'll be in business. We'll so be in thing. business. So here's the thing. The Oklahoma City Thunder have two games left, both in Oklahoma City, obviously. Friday night, so they have two games, two days off, I should say, uh, coming back from the West Coast. Two days off tomorrow and Thursday before playing the Utah Jazz on Friday night. And then wrapping up their season t- two days later on Sunday against the Clippers. That time is still to be determined. Uh, I'm going to assume that that will probably be... Get canceled, yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> no what? Huh? What does that no. do for draft odds? Yeah. Oh, my, I guess we have to be sole possession of third. Oh, what are you going mm. to do? But the big question that I will ask the both of you before we truly wrap this show up is both teams, Utah and L.A., they're not going to care. You know, they're, Utah they're, might. Utah might because they, I think they still need to like get a couple wins to secure the one seed. But I don't know. The Suns lost tonight, so sure. But it might but be. generally speaking, these are playoff yes. teams. Yes, are they going to play a lot of their stars, all their stars, or even their stars for a a large portion of, of these games <laughs> against the that. Thunder? We don't know, but. I mean, Christine, I think it's just easy to say that, yeah, if Utah just decides to sit like Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and then, you know, somebody else, Mike Conley, well, then the second wave of the Utah Jazz's roster can still probably beat this Thunder squad by 20. Yeah, (laughs) that that is still not even close. I mean, I I would possibly foresee Darius Beasley might falling into that injury report. (laughs) He also has plantar fasciitis. It's contagious. It's contagious. Oh, no. If that happens, Jordan Clarkson might honestly have 70 points. 100%. 100%. And so, like, I wouldn't be surprised if even at that point, they're like, you know, just to be safe, let's uh, take Baisley off the books for the night. But, uh, you know, at this point, like Matt Burton <laughs> said already, it's basically a G League team. So it, I, I don't see this being much of an issue. I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't think it matters. And especially with, like, the playoff teams, if their second team is, like, getting a lot of run, which they probably normally don't, they're probably using that as, like, okay, like, I can like use this time to like gear up for the playoffs like i can show like i can show out more than i have been able to this year because i haven't been playing a whole lot they're they're actually motivated they can actually be motivated unlike okc's second team oh they're trying they are trying trying. i'm not saying they're not motivated it's just they have their chips booked already now we tried to let y'all have some fun tonight hopefully we did to everybody uh driving out around oklahoma around our highways. Hopefully you're driving safe. Hopefully we let you have a little bit of fun on your midnight drive because those can be kind of those can be kind of hard. So, I mean, my voice, I mean, I'm sorry. I'll just say that. Matt's got lovely pipes. Christine I'm so sorry. Christine Butterfield just, you know, pristine in everything she says. Pristine, Christine. Pristine, Christine. If it rhymes it's got to be true. Yeah. Yeah, just like what rhymes with the what rhymes with Texas? Does anything rhyme? Sucks. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, then it must be true. <laughs> there we go. Oklahoma City loses 122 to 106 to 
the Sacramento Kings in their final road game of the season. They've got two more to go, everybody, and then it's the big, the big reveal. Draft odds, the end of June, I believe June 22nd. That's the next big date for Oklahoma City after the season comes to a very merciful end on Sunday afternoon, evening. Time to still be decided for the Clippers' final game. But thank you to Matt Burton. Thank you to Christine Butterfield. Thank you to Mr. Tyler Media and the Board of Regents at Tyler Media and the lone Gen Zer who helps the, you know, the, the board members know that you can't put that out because you're going to get ratioed on Twitter. You know, shout out to just everybody that makes this show go. Brady Trantham here. Everybody, good night. Stay safe. Good night, Oklahoma.